0: Hey, St. Barts, welcome to this version of Sunday worship online, live in your living room or wherever in the world you are. It's the third Sunday after Pentecost. We're continuing our series on our vision and values today. We'll be talking about the value of mystery and Chris will be preaching today. You probably remember last year when he gave this sermon on mystery. It's one of the most commented and complimented uh, sermons we've had at St. Barts. So I hope you're ready to listen in and to understand what we mean when we say that we value mystery. The Lord bless you. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever.
0: Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.
2: walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Your perfect love is casting out fear. And even when I'm caught in the middle of the storms of this life, I won't turn back. I know you are near. And I will fear no ease. that answer lone hour of my sorrow, through the darkest night of my soul, you surround me and sustain
3: Save me, O God, for the waters have risen up to my neck. I have come into deep waters, and the torrent washes over me. Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head, my lying foes who could destroy me, are mighty. Must I then give back what I never stole? Let not those who hope in you be put to shame through me, Lord God of hosts. Let not those who seek you be disgraced because of me, O God of Israel. I have become a stranger to my own kindred, an alien to my mother's children. I humbled myself with fasting, but that was turned to my reproach. Those who sit at the gate murmur against me, and the drunkards make songs about me. In your great mercy, O God, answer me with your unfailing help. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today's first lesson is from Romans. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through the one man's trespass, The word of the Lord.
0: The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their synagogues. And you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, you are of more value than many sparrows. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise you, Lord Christ. Let us pray together. <coughs> Lord God, as we consider our value of mystery may it not just be our value but may it be a statement of our determination as a community to love you lord as you are to speak of mystery is to say that god is who he is the the great i am the triune god father son and holy spirit and we thank you lord that as mystery you invite us to participate in your divine life and even to partake of that divine life and we are so grateful for that Be with me now as I preach your word, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, hello, people of St. Bart's. It's another Lord's Day, and we are in the middle of a series about our vision and values here at St. Bart's. And you may wonder, with everything that's going on in the world, why would we take the time to talk about our vision and our values? And what I would say in response to that is that our vision and values are how we orient ourselves to an uncertain future. And what I mean by that is, we can't see exactly where we're going, but we can see where God has told us that he wants to take us. That's part of what a vision is. And our values are those things that we hold dear to ourselves. Not that we have proclaimed from on high, but that we have discerned together. That's how we came up with our values through a values and vision team. And that those values are the basis by which we make decisions. So as we look at the future, and it seems murky and uncertain, as we see things around us um, descending into chaos, and as we still deal with the uncertainty of a global pandemic, and as protests continue, and all that's swirling around us, as a community, we have a set of values by which we orient ourselves, and by which we look to the future, not because we know what the future holds, but because we know who God has called us to be as a community, and that's our vision and values. Our vision at St. Bart's is to connect the people of East Dallas with God and with his people so that we might behold God and become more like him. Our vision and our values are built on a fundamental rhythm. And that rhythm is that God is always prior, that God acts, God acts in creation, God acts in redemption and sending His Son to save the world, and we respond to what God has done. And all of our values are written in that way. They begin by saying something that is true about God, something really that we value about who God is and His character, and then they include some sort of response, what we commit to do as a result of who God is. That fundamental rhythm though is so important that God is first and then we respond. Liturgy is built on that. God speaks to us through his word. He entrusts himself to us through his sacraments and then we respond to him in thanksgiving and praise. Key to our vision is that we behold God but before we ever behold God, we are beheld by God. God holds us in his care in his gaze he upholds creation even now he is beholding us so that we might behold him so when we say we have a value it starts with the who it starts with god the one that we value just to take the example of hospitality last week our value of hospitality is built out of god's character in him and his son opening up his arms of love on the hard of the cross to embrace the whole world. And then our response to that is, we want to then invite others into his hospitality. So we value hospitality because God is hospitable. I want you to keep that in mind when we talk about mystery. What is it that we're valuing when we value mystery? And why would we value mystery? And more to the point, how do you value mystery? What is the proper response to the idea that God is mystery. Let me start with why we value mystery. We value mystery because we value God as God is. When we say that God is mysterious, we are saying something about his nature. We are saying that God is not a thing that's a part of the universe that is open to our examination. Rather, he is the means by which there is a universe, and so he is both outside it and within it, mystery. He is not an object in the universe. Rather, he is outside the universe and within it, giving it life. He is not open to our inspection like a mountain might be or a molecule. Rather, he is the one through which mountains and molecules and people have their being. He is the fount of all that is good and true and beautiful because he is precisely the one who is good, who is goodness. He is the one who is truth, who is truth in and of himself and the one who is beauty in and of himself. When we say we value mystery and why we value mystery, we are valuing God as God is. This is how we put it on our website. You can look at that too, but this is the value statement through the redeeming love of the Son and the life-giving power of the Spirit, the Father calls us deeper into the divine life. This speaks to the two fundamental mysteries of the Christian faith, the triune nature of God and the mystery of the incarnation. We are saying we value God when we say we value mystery. Then the value goes on to say we participate in this holy mystery through worship and community, through word and sacrament, and through the grace-charged gift of creation itself and I want to get back to those ways that we respond the ways that we participate but before I do that I want to address a question because when we say we value mystery it might be seen to you who are listening that we're we're saying we are giving up on understanding God or that we're giving up on knowledge of God. To say that something is a mystery is maybe a way of like shrugging your shoulders and saying, I don't know, it's a mystery. But that's not what we're saying when we say that God is a mystery. Again, to value mystery is to value God as God is, and as God has revealed himself as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. A couple of theologians put it this way To approach God is to approach an unfathomable depth of reality. And truth that like the sun in the sky is too intense, too bright to look at. But that nevertheless brings meaning and coherence and beauty to everything else. God is a mystery. We can't look directly at the sun. But the sun brings light and life to us. It brings meaning and coherence and beauty to us. God is a mystery. We we can't fully apprehend him, we can't fathom him. I'll come back to that word, but we can know him. And we can know everything else in relationship to him. To value mystery is actually to value theology. Theology being the study of God and all things as they relate to God. Like the sun that brings meaning and coherence and beauty to everything that is. Another theologian puts it this way, That the mystery is never fathomed, but rather indwelt. (coughs) That word fathom, it literally refers to the span of the arms. It's a measurement for the depth of the ocean. When we say that we can't fathom something, it means we can't get to the bottom of it. But it doesn't mean that you're not in the ocean. It doesn't mean that you aren't experiencing things about the ocean. It doesn't mean that you aren't relating to the ocean. It just means that you can't get to the bottom of it. To say that God is mystery is to say that he is unfathomable. We will never get to the bottom of God. And yet we will ever and always relate to him and always and ever know more about him, his character, his beauty, his depth. I want to point to two images that come to us through these quotes. The first is the image of the sun. Spoken about this already. We can't look directly at the sun, but we can enjoy the gifts that the sun gives us. And we can know what the sun is like based on what it produces in the world. The ocean is meant to be enjoyed, indwelt, not to be fathomed. We swim in the ocean. We can't fathom the depth of it, but we can still swim it. We can't look directly at the sun, but we see everything else by it. When we say that God is mystery, we are confessing that God is not something to master, a subject to master, but one who is meant to master us. We are to be mastered by God. When we say that God is mystery, we're saying He is not something to be comprehended, but someone to be apprehended by, that God wants to gather us up into his divine life. To value mystery is to receive God as he has given himself to us. And this is something that the writers of the New Testament point to again and again and again, so beautifully encapsulated in the Gospel of John in the prologue, when John says no one has ever seen God the only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. That the Son comes into the world to show us what God is like. That within the mystery of the incarnation, we behold the face of God in the face of Christ. And Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And this gives us a picture of how we relate to mystery. We relate to mystery as we relate to a person because God is personal. In the sense that He is one in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. To say it again, God is not a thing. God is not another object in the universe. He is not in the order of everything else. So He is not open to our investigation. He has to disclose Himself to us. We are dependent upon Him revealing Himself to us. For the Son coming from the bosom of the Father to show us the face of God in His face. We are dependent upon God to break in. We are dependent upon Him to reveal Himself, dependent upon Him to make Himself known. And the New Testament testifies to how God breaks in, how God breaks in in the incarnation, how God breaks in through Pentecost in the power of His Spirit. How does God break in? By the Word becoming flesh. How does God break in? By pouring out His Spirit upon us. How does God break in? By binding His people together, the church, in the mystery of His Holy Spirit. That is how He makes Himself known. So this means that mystery is not a way to bypass truth. Rather, it is a way to describe the sort of truth that we are engaging, a person. Remember that Jesus describes Himself as truth meaning that to know truth is to relate to him as a person. Or as Paul puts it to the Athenians on the Areopagus, that God is the one in whom we live, in whom we move, and in whom we have our being. He is the source of all things, and he is the end of all things, the aim to which we go. To value mystery is to value God as God is. So in making that point The question remains open. How do you value mystery? Well, it's all gathered up in that verb in our value statement. How do you respond to mystery? We participate. God invites us to participate in the divine life through the preaching of His Word, the understanding of the Holy Scriptures, which are the Word of God written, through the community of the church itself, through his sacraments through baptisms and baptism and through the lord's table by living in community in the power of the spirit those are the means by which god has given us to participate in his divine life or as peter puts it in his second epistle that the aim of the christian life is that we might what be partakers of the divine nature we participate in mystery We partake of mystery. We don't solve the mystery. We don't get to the bottom of it. We don't fathom the depths of it. We participate in it. We partake of it. As I mentioned at the beginning, values are means by which we orient ourselves as a community, a means by which we make decisions. Mystery is fundamental to who we are as a worshiping community. In fact, it's one of the reasons that worship is at the center of who we are. And honestly, the value of mystery is what makes doing this in this way so painful (laughs) because we're not together partaking together. But we trust that the Holy Spirit is still at work in us, that he still binds us together in the unity and the bond of peace. And we trust that there is a time when we will gather around the table in the way that we are accustomed to and that we will partake of those holy mysteries where God entrusts himself to us. We can never get to the bottom of God because he is a mystery, but in the mystery of the sacraments, we can taste and see and know that he is good. So I would encourage you, even as we look into the murky and foggy future and don't know what it holds, that we can participate and partake of God as God is now, that we can experience him as a mystery. We can relate to Him as a person. And we say this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Together, let us confess our faith in the triune God as we say the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, visible and invisible. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
1: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen this is a prayer for justice as we Continue to see protests as we continue to hear people cry out for justice. Let us cry out to the one who is the true and just judge, to ask him to intervene for us, to ask again and again that his kingdom would come and his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. Almighty God, you created us in your own image. Grant us grace to contend fearlessly against evil and to make no peace with oppression and help us to use our freedom rightly in the establishment of justice in our communities and among the nations to the glory of your holy name through jesus christ our lord who lives and reigns with you and the holy spirit one god now and forever amen today's collect lord of all power and might the author and giver of all good things graft in our hearts the love of your name Increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and bring forth in us the fruit of good works. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. I now invite your prayers and intercessions. Pray for us, for Jay and I. Pray for our vestry, our leadership, as we continue to make decisions about when and how to meet together. Pray for our our president, our governor, our mayor, all those who are in authority over us. And pray, especially for those, we can't forget about those who are on the front lines of this pandemic. It, The numbers are going up and that's a sad reality and people are getting weary. So let us remember them in prayer. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised to your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant the requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Mysterious One, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and remain with you always. Amen.